Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Minister Eamon Ryan was with us in the first hour of the show over the Kuna Nakashin Road controversy. I put a very direct question to him, which is, had his position changed? You'll remember what it was. Brian Ledden articulated at Green Party TD on this show last week in an interview that uh, the minister was prepared to sign off on two thirds of the existing road project, but not the final third to Nakashin. So I said, Minister, has your position altered. The road project is going to go ahead. Uh, it will go ahead from Kuna to the Nocklesheen uh, Junction and, and see an upgrade of Moiras Avenue and the Nocklesheen Road at the same time. So that's the entire project. Um, talking to the city management yesterday, what we're looking to do is also put in really good bus services, put in a bus, a bus corridor, a, a bus lane, each route on the new road section. Also, critically, the same time as we build the road, improve pedestrian accessibility. Really make sure that it's the best example of, of good connectivity, good access in every way in Moiras and, uh, and with the neighbouring communities. And thirdly and critically, improve the access from there to the rest of the city. So there's been a project planned for about seven or eight years now. We're going from the likes of LIT in my, beside Moiras to connect to Mary Immaculate College and to University of Limerick, but a really high-quality cycle lane in. And it's those sort of, um, that sort of holistic approach, okay. trying to get the best of all... Okay, Minister, all I just, I just want to be absolutely clear, because I don't have to tell you not only how controversial this has been, but there's been a lot of confusion about it as well, because we had uh, Brian Ledden, um, your party colleague and TD here in Limerick, uh, last week, telling us that your position was that it, it, it would not be completed as originally intended, that the last third to knock Lachine uh, would not proceed. But you are saying now that it will proceed as originally planned. Yeah, we, we, we met with the city management last week and we agreed we'd look to see other options in terms of when the, whether variations were possible to look in detail at the type of contract. Uh, and I, I, what we said last week is we'd meet again yesterday, which we did with the management, and they came back and said it doesn't look like there's a way of doing that. We do not want to delay this project. If we had to uh, start the process again, it would be a three-year wait. And yes, we listened to the local community in terms of that a community that's been waiting for a long time. You don't want a further three-year wait. So we agreed, okay, on that basis, we will proceed with the road, sign the contract, get it built. So that was the Minister for Transport and Green Party leader, Eamon Ryan, live on the show with us a little bit earlier. And for reaction now, two people who have been very strong on this and uh, the people of Moiras and many others have been campaigning vigorously to get the Minister to do what he said this morning he would now do for weeks, if not months. And Father Pat Hogan and Ray O'Halloran of Speedline Engineering, both on the line. Good morning to both of you. Morning, Um, Joe. What is your reaction to this? Uh, I, I think it's fantastic to see the road going ahead now for the people of Maras. But but there's a but in this now. It's, it's coming a long time. But it's also very important that any new developments will prioritise the needs of the young men and women. We're far removed from the, the, the jobs market. The build the road movement with the hard work now and involvement of the young men in the social media thing. They've reached a real wide audience. And if we can keep up this dialogue, we'll get rid of the, the label black spot that's in my ass. But it might also set an example to others that if they get together, 
and uh, there's another 10 black spots that we'd, uh, we could do with getting rid of. It's fantastic news. And I'd also like to thank, of course, the council team who are bringing in this new uh, industry. I'd love to, to, to know, um, you know, what was the tipping point in this, you know, for, for future reference, like where was it? What was it that was the defining moment when he decided to uh, reciprocate, you know? But it is fantastic, really brilliant, a long time coming. And I'm thrilled, and I'm, I'm delighted for, for all the people involved. And, of course, now it's after identifying the young leaders, the young men and women in my house who got a hold of this and started to bring out the message. Because a lot of us that are involved in my house, I'm outside now 40 years. Like, we've kind of half run our race. But it's great to see the young men because the future now is in good hands, especially through this campaign. I think they need to, or we need to keep it up. Father uh, Pat? Yes, Joe. Your reaction? I, I, I suppose you, you mentioned that about the weather, the battle in the sky. There's a sense of a battle being over for this one. And uh, and there's a great sense of relief that the sense has prevailed and that, that the project is going to go ahead. And as you know, there's lots of uh, kind of uh, exciting projects and possibilities and kind of serious expressions of interest, which is a game changer for the Myros and for the northern side of the city. So I'm really delighted and uh, look forward to see it happening. I suppose it's great to see the minister, the, you know, the Green Party and one of their tenants, so they, they believe in grassroots democracy. They might have got a bit of a dose of it this time, and, that, and we, we thank that they are grateful that they listened. And I think they have given us one bit of a blessing as well. They have united our community and given us a voice we'd, maybe we didn't have for a long time, if ever, in the Maros area. And maybe they've galvanised maybe Limerick as well, in the sense that there's great support around Limerick and maybe Limerick needs to start speaking up for itself and getting things done so that we can be a better, fairer, and, and a more exciting city, which is it's a, it's a lovely city, but maybe there's lots of things we need to do. And I think that the fact that there was such a battle over this, we had gained the voice, and we're not going to lose that. And maybe the city gained the voice, and we need to continue with that, which is great. And what is your sense of what went on um, in the sense that uh, Brian Ledden, the Green Party TD, was on this show, um, I think the only interview he seems to have really given on this in recent times, yeah. saying maybe a little over a week ago, look, Joe, um, the minister will do two-thirds, but not the final third, and we believe we can improve the plan. The minister today then saying, no, the road will go ahead within the time frame envisaged in full, and there are other elements as well that will be done alongside it. What what changed? I, I, I would think that the the fact that the campaign was not going away and the ground level wasn't going away, I think the fact that the senior politicians or local TDs were rowing in at Dalian uh, um, uh, saying very, like as I did on the radio, very, being very vocal and what are the consequences of not this going through for other legislation and other parts of the doll. There's a problem for government. Well, if it is not going, going to go through, well, the other parts are not going to go through. So you have a, a coalition government and coalition, as one guy said, he said, well, if this is not going through, well, the rest of the stuff is not control. So a political reality was setting in, like, you know, there are consequences for this for this decision not, if, if, it's, if it's not to go through. I think the ground reality, and it, it made sense because it was crazy uh, standing against this, you know. So, so I think there was a strong political sense that this is, somebody was committing political suicide by following through on this and, and harming the government. And we don't need a government to be harmed on these days. I think that was, and, and the whole groundswell of the campaign was uh, the, like, we were meeting how to up the campaign. We weren't going to go in 
the very fact we had meetings with very low McDonald's and Fane and other things, he wasn't going to go away. We were seeking a meeting with the teacher. He didn't want to be meeting us. He wanted to do a resolution. Yeah, so yeah. Well, I did yeah. ask uh, the Minister for Transport whether the teacher Cantonist uh, had uh, spoken to him directly, and he said yes, he had. And uh, Ray O'Halloran, I also did ask about this major investment project, um, and um, the Minister said that that it was a matter for the Council to announce in the coming days, is the way he put it. But it was made clear, and we were told this in the background ourselves, that um, the investors had said and I know it's something that you were very strong on as well, that if this road did not proceed as planned, then the investment would not go ahead. Yeah, well, I think that that, that could be the catalyst as well that, that threw it over the line because um, I think that investment is somewhere in the region. I was only rumours, uh, uh, three to four hundred million. And then, of course, uh, where we are below in the bays, there's an industrial estate there that has no industry. It's there for 40 years. And hopefully now, hopefully, that uh, City Hall and those will get behind that and start pushing for industry for all lads because you can get big industries that come in and the construction is there and they're there while the construction is going on. But what we need now for all lads is permanency. We need stuff to come in that's permanent jobs. I always say this, jobs saves lives, you know, and everybody yeah. deserves and, an equal opportunity. Okay. But I don't know what's coming and, in now. And, and, and do you welcome, Ray, the other things the Minister talked about now alongside the road, you know, the increased bus connectivity, um, he did talk about rail plans and, and he did talk about um, a station in Moiras. Of course, because uh, naturally enough everybody would be in support of that. Anything to improve the area. Remember now, it's in a wilderness really. What happened was we had this beautiful uh, promise of this uh, regeneration game. What we had was 500 houses that were knocked. Remember that? Uh, in my head, all the promises that were made on this, this is the only time that it's been kept. And as I often say to, to, to politicians when they start to promise, I have a lot of dogs died. I've fed them those promises. And maybe now, maybe now, just for the first time, yeah. You can give people a little bit of hope. Okay, okay. Uh, and finally, Father Pat, um, uh, I know that Councillor Sarah Kiley, when Brian Ledden TD was on with us last week, uh, made the effort to text in, and she was concerned about the abuse that he had received, um, you know, in the midst of a legitimate um, debate, um, which at times, you know, was ferocious. Um, did some of that uh, abuse of Brian Ledden in particular go too far? Oh, well, I, 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 I didn't see it, and we had a very like I, I, I know we had, there was a Facebook and Twitter campaign, but there was a strong rule in that that there was no personal abuse, that there was nothing to be said about anybody that was demeaning or personal. It was about issues, and it was about the road, and it was about the, 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 what was going on, and there was strong that nothing would be said about anybody. But I like. I'm not. I don't follow those stuff. That stuff. But there were, we had a rule that and, and that, that nothing would be said about anybody. Um, and I, somebody was sent me to went through all the stuff that went up, and there was nothing personal in any of it from our from our campaign. Whether it comes from other places or not, I don't know. And uh, it's not. It's not about that. I get on. But do you think that the minister for transport and leader of the Green Party's position could cost Brian Ledden TD, his Green Party colleague, his seat in Limerick? 
I, I actually, I'm sorry for the, the Green Party in a sense that I think, you know, we we all are environmentally conscious and how do we need to do the environment and everything else. And I don't think they said that because it became so dark about this, they haven't done themselves any favours. Because if you want to win, if you want to, if you want to, you need to win people off your cause, you need to conscientize them, you need to win them over. If you come with half and end, like... He, the minister, when he met with the people virtually there, 22nd of January, he was told, you are dictating to us. So, like, and, and it's totally against our policy. If you want to do something for the environment, you need to win people from the ground up. And I think that, I think they've done, they've lost a lot of support. They need to win that back and need to win back to people that are caused to the things that they believe in. We all believe in it. Environmental care, environmental climate change, climate justice, all that kind of thing. And I don't think they were doing that. I, I'm sorry that they weren't, I, I feel they weren't doing that any favours. They were okay. kind of doing their cause harm. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much, both of you, for joining us, reacting to that uh, that um, exclusive uh, for Limerick Today this morning, where the Minister for Transport said that the full Kuna Nocklesheen Road will go ahead. Uh, Father Pat Hogan and Ray O'Halloran of Speedline Engineering, both uh, advocates in this campaign to ensure that that happened. We appreciate your time this morning. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.